0: at Evangelical Christianity. I'm Marie, and yeah, I wanted to start this right around Easter, but I thought I was moving, and then here I didn't move, so I thought I'll just start it. And as always, my story is, I am a Roman Catholic who spent 17 years around evangelicals thanks to my mother spent four years in an evangelical church with Baptist leanings. And in 2020, I left and eventually went back to Catholicism. So this season is basically evangelical secrets and lies. And I started it all with kind of a crash course on what constitutes an evangelical. And now I'm going to start one. It's called Shit Evangelicals Say. And yeah, this is going to be the craziest one. So, evangelicals, they have some strange expressions. They have some strange thoughts. They're just strange, okay? And this is not to really slander the evangelicals. It's just you know, kind of get some dialogue out there on Evangelical Christianity. So, let's start with some of the little things that they say. First off, I heard this one a lot, and it and I talked about it in some previous episodes. God is in control. Ugh, I hate this line. God is in control. Now, God is in control is one of the most dumbest stupidest things in the world to hear. And they talk about this because of different Bible verses. And, you know, they talk like with Psalms and you know, like Psalms says about about it basically. So does Romans, Corinthians, the list goes on and on. And so I'm reading this thing from In Touch Ministries about Psalm one hundred three and it's basically saying about how the how King David says about the fundamental attribute of God which is the sovereignty. And I'm just going to read this from In Touch Ministries website. It says, This means God has complete authority and control over all human beings in every aspect of the universe. It also means luck and good fortune have no place in a discussion about Him. And because God is good, we can have full confidence in His absolute and loving control over every aspect of our existence. Okay to these pinheads from in touch ministries, uh, Dr. Charles Stanley, you are a pinhead. Um, yeah. Okay. Let me, let me say this to say God is in control in a church setting. Okay. I get it. You're doing it to kind of support whatever reading that is. However, You also throw out free will, which I know a lot of Catholics were taught free will. I know this because I actually got into this conversation once with my father and my father basically said, God's not in control because God said, Hey, you guys figure it out. And keep in mind, my father's a Roman Catholic. And that's mostly because, you know, while the Catholics are taught about, about God's will and the goodness of Jesus and whatnot. They are also taught a lot about free will, meaning, you know, you could do whatever you want for crying out loud. So, free will is defined as the power of acting without the constraint of necessity, fate, the ability and also the ability to act at one's own discretion. So So basically free will is something completely different from this whole God is in control thing. And God is in control to me, you know what that sounds like you're saying basically when because I hear I heard this a lot when you would have an issue with something and you would talk to like somebody in religion they'd be like oh God is in control to me that sounds more like a cop out to me that sounds like you're saying um I don't want to hear any of your bullshit so yeah God is in control stupid another one that I have heard about so damn much and that is trusting God's timing Ugh. Trusting God's timing because everybody's like, oh, God works on a different times table than you. You know, if anybody tells me that, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to shut down completely and shut you down completely. And basically God's timing is basically, and this is from Fire Life Ministries, and they say, God's timing is always perfect. God is never early or late. At the right time, God will provide for our needs. Um, first off, you're making it seem like as if you should not put in any work. And I'll get into that in a second. Secondly, secondly um, God's timing, um, yeah. Does that sound like, again, like you're trying to control somebody? Like you're basically saying that they are not in control. They are not in... That they have no control even over their own life. Which to me sounds like a crock of bullshit. Okay, so since I could get on that subject with this. Um, so, you know, with people saying about God's timing, and then you know, they they will say things like like about you know, God's plan. Um, you know what? First time I ever heard about God's You know, the expression God's plan was it was a story that happened in 2004. It was a gentleman that I, I, I took acting classes with this guy and he ran a media arts center in the greater Philadelphia area. He was charged with like 40 some counts of child endangerment unrelated to what I went through. All 40 counts were dropped. He, of course, has since passed away. So I hope he's rotten in hell. But he said in the media that it was a part of God's plan. And you hear this a lot with with child abusers, killers, etc. Um, I don't think God's plan requires hurting people. So, yeah. That is totally insane. Another one that always irks me is when you lose someone close to you and people ask you, are they a believer? Oh, God. You know what? Do not ask a person in mourning this question, evangelicals. Just don't. Because it makes you look like a dipshit. And, you know, to ask if a person is a believer of Jesus when you're offering, when you're supposedly offering condolences to somebody is absolutely wrong because here's what it makes you sound like you're saying. You will never see that person again if they don't believe because they're not going to heaven. Yeah. Sit down and shut up. Another one that I absolutely hate is foothold for the enemy or foothold for the devil. Depending on how the person that you are talking to says it. I mean, so what is foothold for the devil, foothold for the enemy. And I I said about this a few times because of the um because because of the fact that there was the church elder from my old church who always talked about this in the way of things that he deemed unchristian. And a lot of it was stuff like you know, person's sexual orientation or in my case, having stuff that honors the Native American culture and you know, to me to say this all time, it it makes people doubt themselves. It makes people think, Oh, maybe I shouldn't do this, maybe I shouldn't do that and it's probably something that and the outcome will be great, so it makes you wonder about that, and it actually got so much to the point with me where I'm convinced that this that so-called Satan is actually kind of a what do you call it? Kind of a figment of the evangelicals imagination. I mean, yeah, they're they're, they're gonna, people are gonna tell me, oh, it's mentioned in the Bible, but the way it's discussed in evangelical churches, it's more of, it seems like it's more of a control tactic. Because you could do something as simple as, say, a kid cheating on a test, and they'd be like, foot over the enemy. You could probably get a parking ticket and probably and they'd probably be like, oh foot over the enemy. You're doing the devil's work. Yeah. Sit down. Shut the fuck up. Now, I'm actually Googling this right now. Um it's an article from an atheist thing, and it's ten dumb things evangelical Christians say. Well, quoting from their holy book which I will agree with. Oh, this one I this one I love. It's you're going to burn in hell. And I love this. I love this little thing from It's from an atheist group that I found on Google and it says that no, that's nice. Remind me to bring marshmallows and hot dogs. If I threatened somebody with with a stocking full of coal, would would they be any more likely to believe in Santa? And the thing I don't like about this is the fact that the smallest infraction constitutes a burning in hell. Um, yeah, go back, read the Bible, pal, because, because um, you would see something completely different. And let's talk about quoting from their holy book. I want to read this from, from this Google group. Some theists quote scripture to non-believers as if they were preaching to the pews. Either these theists don't know their audience or just don't care about the fertility of their actions. Do Christians care what verse 6710 of the Quran says? Would Jews renounce their faith and embrace Krishna if they read Bahava Gita? The only people who care what a particular holy book says are those who already believe the book is holy which is true because i remember evangelicals were always quoting scripture to me like when i was in the catholic church years ago and they do it again i'm like um excuse me your version of the bible and our version of the bible is slightly different also also interesting thing now that I talk about that is they always say like have you found Jesus which is which is the one thing that I am always like was I supposed to look for him but yeah there's actually a little comic I found on Facebook and I think I shared this on on my Twitter it's um this lady who standing in who's standing at this door and there's these two religious guys witnessing to her and the what the religious guys say have you found jesus and the caption reads i'm catholic we never lost him so yeah evangelicals you are so dense on that one and another one and this again from the same google group i'll pray for you um yeah catholics do say that too but I think I heard it more from evangelicals. And this, this cracks me up. This is, again, from that article, from that Google group. They might as well just say, fuck you. That's pretty much how atheists interpret it. That's pretty much how Catholics interpret it with evangelicals. And the reason why I'm saying that is because evangelicals do pray on a different level than Catholics. You could see God in everything. This is, this is the funny part from this atheist. Even herpes? What about the flesh-eating disease? Necrotizing fasciitis? I suppose you were looking at it like a Rorschach test that you might see God. Which is true because um, I don't see God in a massive heart attack. I'm sorry. But it it doesn't make sense to me that evangelicals say things like that and it's just in a way I feel like they're trying to dumb things down in a way like one of my favorite ones and I I wish it was on that list that that atheist had is this God put Insert name of elected official in office. I hear this a lot from evangelicals. Like when Donald Trump won the presidential election in 2016, that's all I kept hearing. God put Trump in office. God put Trump in office. I actually heard somebody say, Oh, we should praise God for Donald Trump. Did you forget? that there is a commandment in the Ten Commandments about idol worshipping. And it sounds like you are idol worshipping, my friend. Also, God put him in office? I don't remember God being a registered voter. I don't remember going to my polling place and seeing Jesus Christ there. So how is that possible? And it's always And in America, at least, it's always more of a Republican, like, like a Trump or George W. Bush. Although George W. Bush, I do respect him because he, he at least admitted to where he fucked up. It's never about a Democrat, you know, like they, they would say Obama, Clinton, Biden, they're all the Antichrist. So let me get this straight. God put an elected official in office but if he's a democrat, he didn't doesn't make any sense people, does not make any sense (sighs) and then of course there is the critiques on the different religions of the world, Judaism Catholicism, Buddhism shut up I could tell you right now that Catholics have said a lot of crazy shit about evangelicals. Only difference is we don't stand on a street corner saying it. And while we're at it, evangelicals, what is with you and these damn fucking tracks? I remember when I was in the one church I was in, that was evangelical our christmas parade we would have people walking alongside the float handing out these little religious tracts about christmas along with a little flyer about our services um excuse me mr baptist church people um nobody goes to a christmas parade and reads these things you know what they do with them The minute you walk away, they either leave them on the ground or they throw them in a rubbish bin on their way home. So, you just wasted your time and you killed a couple of trees in the process. Congratulations. (sighs) But yeah, what is with that? That's like, um, that's like how they want to just act like, everything is that God provides you with everything like God provides you with your job but God provides you with your car God provides you with this that the other thing I'm like excuse me God did not go through the training get the education for that for my for what I want to do God did not write out the resume God did not go on the job interview God did not God did not put the money in the hand of the card dealer did not put the money in the hand of the realtor you know who did that the person the person who did it all so stop saying god provide it because um unless unless that um unless that w-2 says god almighty then i don't see your point I could go on and on about this shit, but I'm not because I'll be here all damn day. So that's shit evangelicals say. Why their expressions suck. And yes, they do suck. And next week on Diary of an Evangelical: Evangelical Secrets and Lies, we are going to be going into the lies evangelicals say which are pretty much the stuff that is about different religions different lifestyles etc 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 first up we're going to talk about the lies evangelicals say about catholics i might have to break this into two parts because oh man i've heard them all As always, Diary of an Exvangelical is written, produced, and researched by me. I'm on Anchor. Log on to Anchor.fm and you can get your own podcast. And you can also get hosted on other podcast listings. So if you're hearing me on Apple or Google, hey, you heard it because Anchor gave me the capability, not God. As always, peace be with you.